0: Hello, welcome back to Pictures and Pattern. It's an exciting one. Today, just to check it off, sponsored by Acobe and Paisley. As always, go check them out for all your your sushi needs, your Japanese cuisine. It's fantastic there. But I, as as you're well aware, I was uh, off sick for for quite quite a number of weeks. So you get to watching television. And what got me through that sick period? It was very much the relaunch of of Survivor in the UK. Oh my good God almighty, this was absolutely fantastic. I had a great time with this. It's the first time that we've seen a Survivor series in the UK uh, for over 20 years at this point. 2002 was the last time we're back, it's a it's a new cast of characters within the Dominican Republic and a new host Joe Domet and here to, to help me talk about it and answer the question ultimately, who our MVPs were of this season, um, back in, uh, it feels like a lifetime ago, he was great having me on in his show, this week in the FCL, this week in the Schmodown, CB himself, Chris Barnes joining me today, Chris how are you?
1: Oh, I'm good, cheers David, it's uh, great to be on and great to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been some time. Like just coming into this because I honestly have to credit you uh, for being part of the reason that I ended up watching this because you were very vocal about your enjoyment for this program on Twitter. Like, what got you into into this season of Survivor? Um, well, it's funny, really. I mean,
1: I've not got any real history with survivor of any other uh, any of the other shows like from the different countries and stuff but it's a funny funny story uh obviously keith who was on this week in the fcl with me uh back in the day him and andrew from the from the show they both watched survivor and they kind of got me into it back then so i think i watched one season of the us one back then i loved it and then just you know it's quite hard to find it over here so uh kind of never bothered watching anymore and then when i saw obviously it was coming for our own version i was like "Delightful! Well, as i've got to get on it because i really enjoyed what i saw from i think it was season 41 of survivor that's how long ago it was since we've been doing that show and um yeah so i just had to get jump on and i thoroughly enjoyed it really
0: Amazing, I love that. I love that. Well, the thing is, I came into it, like I said, because I have to credit you, it was, it was mostly because of because of yourself. But again, I had heard about Survivor in the past, had managed to check out some of the US history. And what I loved about it was the idea of the, the gameplay behind it. It's the combination of the physical challenges that you love to see in reality shows. But it's also, like many people have pointed out, it's a social game as well.
1: You- yeah, I, I I agree with that as well. I mean, if I'm perfectly honest, I don't watch a great deal of reality TV, if anything at all, actually. So kind of back in the day when the guys kind of put me on to Survivor, I, I watched that one season. And it is, like you said, it's the, the gameplay aspect of it, as well as the physical and the strategy that kind of really drew me into it in the first place. And I did really enjoy it. But obviously the US one, it's so hard to... Be able to find over here in the UK anywhere to watch it. I only just realised leading up to the UK one starting the all the Australian ones or most were on Amazon Prime, so I could have been watching those. But uh, started those now anyway. But yeah, that's exactly the same for me. The um, strategy and the uh, as well as the physicality and stuff. It's just what what I enjoy from it really.
0: Well, we're going to break down who we think the MVPs the season were for us, but. I just want to allude, like obviously we've talked about Joe Dummett, um, who took over as the host uh, for this show. Um, obviously, over in America, uh, they're they're big on their guy, you know, who's been yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that for for a very long time. But but how how do you think that Joe did in helming this sort of relaunch of the show? Um,
1: well, obviously, like like I said, I've not watched a great deal of the US one or the Australian one so I can't really do much of a comparison to it but I've, I, I, it seems to me he's done a solid job I know similar discourse from long 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 time fans were that you know they weren't sure about him at least initially with you know some of the funny puns he was putting in there and stuff but for me I found it quite entertaining but obviously I suppose for us we're probably more familiar with Joel than a lot of other people around the world are anyway so we kind of know what you get with him but i think it's it's, it's you know he it, it was good to see him doing something different other than like the normal saturday night tv stuff that he does with like you know the mass Singer and things like that and it's you know it's, it's, it's definitely a different joel you can see yeah. and he seemed to grow into it throughout the cinema uh, throughout the as the season went on he seemed yeah, to I- grow into it a bit more
0: it's the different tones you got from him as well because totally yeah. the challenges and all that he was throwing in the, the jokes and the punchlines and stuff but like when it came time for tribal like, oh yeah yeah you know he, he was putting the spotlight on the contestants and never tried to like take it for himself you know yeah, like,
1: yeah absolutely it was he was all business when it comes to the tribal and it, it, it was really good actually the way he kind of balanced that yeah throughout so- throughout the season
0: yeah, well, I want to get into to who some of our MVPs were to, to promote a discussion, Chris, here on, on who, who are highlights. So for you, out of all the contestants who competed in this season of Survivor, who was your first MVP you would love to highlight?
1: Um, I kind of feel like the season, but it's kind of split into two. Obviously, obviously it's split into two pre-merge, match. But before the merge happened, I was looking straight away at kind of Doug just he just like the uh, even when it when it started, when it started on the challenges, and he came, seemed to be going up against Nathan every time, and he just kept beating Nathan on even some of these physical challenges. I was like, you know, this guy's got it, and obviously, he had a bit of strategy which we kind of see more late on. So, I think Doug was the first main MVP for me. Well, potential could have been he, you know, if if he hadn't have been eliminated, so halfway through, he would have been, but um, and Tanuke, obviously, in the first half, what she was doing with. Nathan and getting those people around him, around her, um, and um, obviously Matty. Mm. She was having a solid first half of the uh, season. They were the probably the, the two that stood out initially. Obviously, then with Christopher, who kind of he was entertaining all the way through. When it comes to MVP, but he kind of built in. It seemed to built into the game as it went as well. Obviously, I don't know how much of that is obviously what the edit shows you and stuff. He may have been like that from the start, but yeah, I think it's yeah. probably yeah, Doug, Snuka, and Chris initially with a three. I thought, you know, yeah. there. Yeah,
0: I think it's the thing with Doug as well. Like, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that he was easily for me the one of the most likable contestants, certainly, and uh, and the show at that point. Like, you were rooting for Doug, you were getting behind Doug, but. And you talk about the strategy with Doug. I think the the only downfall that he had was he didn't make enough big moves early enough. You know, like because yeah. he sort of had the power, he let things expire um, in terms of like idle and stuff like that. Like his partnership with ren when he was switched over never really went anywhere um, <laughs> after yeah. after he was gone. You know.
1: Yeah, I think kind of when he when he decided to switch. I think that, that kind of just knackered Ren, didn't it, really? That, that just meant she was out of the game. And that's that one ally he had was gone because as soon as, as soon as he switched over, she had no protection there, really. And obviously, they were all a bit miffed that she had potentially, even, well, they obviously knew that she uh, kind of didn't quite tell the truth when it comes to that little um, decision she had with the big fish, middle fish, yeah. and stuff. so So uh, she had the target on her back, and then obviously... <laughs> Doug, Doug found the uh, idol that she told him about and then, <laughs> and then jumped shit with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and like and, never, and <laughs> never had to use it. <laughs> exactly. I, I think that that's the problem with idol play as well because he probably did the smart thing in not playing it because Peg right. even said that when Doug told him about the idol, like, he was a bit miffed, like he didn't trust him with it to begin with, you know? So when if the fact that if he played it for no reason like and it wasn't needed the entire you know camp would have you know turned on him at that point but to, to bring the attention to Tanuki I think one of the quotes that I heard in this season and I have to agree with that sometimes you're you're a victim of your own success and I think Tanuki came in to the sort of merged tribe and immediately after the first couple of votes it was identified that she had just too much growing power do you think that she just played too obvious a game too quickly
1: um yeah probably i mean she she just she did make herself really powerful in the game really cu- pretty quickly to be fair and like you said when they when they you know they they merged into one tribe, yes they had but their initial ones they wanted to get rid of first which was obviously Lee and Ash but I think it's probably when she did the blind side on Doug that's when obviously it was the following week they were like it's new far too powerful you know." and she's got like Nathan Matty they're all on side we need to switch that up like and I, I think it was genius play actually when it, obviously one of the speaking of MVPs and stuff with Chris obviously initially planting the seed in Matty's head about, you know, switching, maybe going against UK voting out Snuke. Mm-hmm. Obviously, kind of making him kind of aware that he's not top of that list. They say they're gonna take you to the final, but it's not necessarily gonna happen. But actually, I kind of feel like if you went watching it back, I think Matty was still kind of on the fence, but actually I think it's more when Peg Leg and Hannah spoke to Matty. Mm. kind of then he's and kind of was telling the same stuff that seems to be when that turn happened and when he was like you know what okay I've got to make the change but yeah it's okay she she got herself very very powerful with it but making these big moves but yeah I think it's kind of just put that target on her back 100%. straight away and when you've got like someone like Chris there who's really playing the game well he was like right yeah. like, we've got to, yeah yeah that's that's someone that I need to get rid of or else I'm never going to uh,
0: well, I'm not going to be out of here next. Let's talk about Chris. Like, yeah. he—he's my MVP. He's—he's he's my favorite character. This, that. Like, that you need a, you need almost a Saturday morning cartoon villain in these yeah. sort of shows, and that's 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 what Chris became, and that is no insult. Like, Chris knew the game he was playing. He knew what he was doing. He became like when he made the move against Lee, and then it was him or Ash, like. From that point, he was he was desperate. From that point, he was just absolutely scrambling each and every single vote to keep himself in. So he had to play the game hard, you know? And I think the only, and I want to know what you think about this, right? I think the only downfall for Chris in terms of winning this game was a poor, the last tribal council, was a poor presentation to the jury because like you're talking, I don't think he took credit for nearly enough Like, when Doug asked him outright, how much influence did you have over Matty's decision to get rid of Tanuki, he hedged his bets. And I I honestly think that it would have been better being honest and doing like a a Vince McMahon, it was me, Austin. It was me. It was me all along at the end. Like, what do do you think of that?
1: No, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. And, um, you know, I suppose, while he he played a good game, he was a great character it was always going to be a quite tall order for him going into that last trouble because he did kind of rub a lot of that jewellery up the wrong way. So I think a lot of them were a little bit miffed with him. So I don't know how many would have voted for him. But then, so I kind of expected it to be kind of similar to, well, kind of how it was. But then when you see then in the trouble, like literally Doug, like spoon feeding him the question that could literally basically say, answer this properly you've got my vote and he kind of just fumbled it like you said and it's like oh Chris you could have uh, you know I don't know if it would have made much difference with the amount of um, votes he would have you know if how many people would have actually turned and voted for him I think obviously Doug may have uh, I'm trying to think Lawrence maybe 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 Nathan if he'd got those three with Ashley's vote already that would have that would have actually got him the win I believe because I think Matty had all the votes, part bar two, right? So, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah, he just fumbled that last one. And, and Matty was smart to jump in and just say, Oh, no, no, we all, you know, as soon as Chris didn't really answer, Matty jumped in and kind of said, I don't know, everyone makes their own decisions and stuff. It's like, Oh, yeah, so you've done it,
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and ultimately, Matty's the winner. Mafia yeah. comes away is the winner of this this new look UK version of Survivor. What what do we make of his story in his journey all the way through this? Like, do you think he's a deserved first winner of this series? Like, where do you stand? Um, I think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he kind of he's it's he started quiet, but obviously we don't see everything that's going on there, but. We see. I generally, I like to think, with the edits, we see the important stuff. Um, he kind of stayed quiet, built into it, and you know, he did make some changes and some big moves with obviously the Tanuke thing to start with, and uh, and you know what? His idea with the idol in the uh, in the cage of opened it but leaving it there was smart. He kind of fumbled it a bit by not locking <laughs> the cage back up, but. Yeah you know that was that was a smart move that was his idea to do that as well so you know he he shows he's got the gameplay in him you know and he and he kind of said didn't he after he, he was like um, you know I want him all to believe you know I'm just a naive young kid and stuff so yeah. you know you so will got to take his word for it that that's actually what he was doing and it was not something easy to say once you get towards the end didn't you? <laughs> and you are yeah. where you are in the final
0: yeah um, exactly and, but the thing is like, there's another thing Chris didn't bring up uh, in, the, in front of the jury you know that was definitely something that you know as a strike yeah, against that yeah
1: because yeah, at that point none of those people on the jury probably knew actually who made that why it was open I don't think they even got told Yeah, you know? yeah. well they might have got told behind the scenes and stuff but uh, yeah I don't that know. might have
0: sold Nathan that might have that might have sold Nathan on I know, yeah cause yeah cause I because that's man. the
1: I could I could have sinned if Chris had got that because you know I didn't think Nathan would vote for May because I kind of thought he might be on the same campus too k I was just annoyed that he did what he did. but actually, you know when he voted for May, he, he said his little piece and he said, you know you've played the game really well and stuff so obviously he wasn't against the, about the gameplay. so I think if Chris had, kind of said no that was me i I did that I, maybe nathan would have turned and actually put the vote on him mm. and like i said and yeah but like i said i only think i only do only think doug um potentially nathan and lawrence who are the ones that would actually vote for chris to win because i don't think Pegleg was going to do that no no, Hannah, Hannah, yeah, Pegley made it quite clear he was not a fan of Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah, Hannah may have, but I'm not sure with that which way she would go. I think she would have still stuck with Matty. Um, yeah, I think as far as MVPs go, they, these are the two we're looking at. Obviously, Matty just because he's the winner, mm-hmm. away, and he did do a few big moves, and obviously Chris was Chris was definitely the the big character. That shone out throughout the entire the entire yeah. Uh, show. Yeah, th- there's one th- thing I wanted to bring up actually. Oh, go for it. Hannah. Yes, I think she was good, right? Yeah, but I think the biggest mistake she made was voting out Pegleg when she did. Because yeah. I just think she lost her ally there. And if she'd have kept Peg Leg, if, if, if at that point she said to Peg Leg, I think we should vote out Matty. Yeah. Because he's strong, strong. They could have got Chris. and Yeah, because Chris, we we'll keep Chris here because the jury doesn't like him very much. So we'll, well, be, that should be fine. Well,
0: yeah. would have went along with those two as well, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they could have got Matty out then.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, you know what? Just looking at the jury only. Obviously, there was another tribal, uh, another uh, um, immunity uh, challenge to do. But with those four, if Hannah was in the last three, I don't think it matters what other two from that last four were in there with her. I think she would have got the jury vote from that.
0: Still ahead of Peg.
1: Yeah, I think so. That would have been the closest one if Peg was there. I mean if I was her at that point, I'd probably would have persuaded everyone to go for May and then gone to the Lani and Chris and said, right now it's time to get Peg. Yeah. Cause once or- she's in the final, she doesn't need Peg's that ally of Peg there now <laughs> to, uh, yeah. and then I still think then Peg would have thrown a, give her a vote regardless in the final. Mm. If he was there. Yeah. Uh, I think Nathan probably would have, Tanuke maybe would have, um, Doug probably would have if if like he asked the same sort of questions he asked and about who orchestrated Matty coming out at that oh, point. I then.
0: think I, I still think what would have went against Hannah would be not to the extent that, that Lilani didn't play, like you know Lilani wasn't playing the game really for a long period of that that show. But the jury clearly liked someone who had combined playing the game while also being like a good social player and. Yeah. It's hard. it's hard to say because you're right like if she did have, make those moves in the final days like there's justification for that but I still believe that they might have been I think more people might have been Spade Christopher at that point if Matthew wasn't there in that final you know what I mean?
1: Yeah maybe yeah I suppose mean, I suppose she, she had yeah again I suppose Hannah's another one that was very quiet all the way through pretty quiet way through at least what they showed us was But then it was just those final days she really kind of she already started being a bit more showing what she's all about in her gameplay but i suppose there's less of them on there then the edit they're just showing more of the people that are left but um yeah yeah. but but like i said i just wanted to throw that one in there i just think that that was a mistake on her part because she at that point if she'd have led that with peg she could have got Matty out of there yeah and then her and pe- her and pe- her or Peg would have been guaranteed in that final
0: yeah I'd then- like um like to see her back potentially if they did yeah. like a reunion season or an all-star season like they do in the states down the line I'd like to see Hannah back but I'd also like to see the first two members of the jury back in well, Lee and Ashley because. They felt. See, when I'm watching this, they felt like the most classic reality TV survivor characters. If you get my drift.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, Lee definitely come out, come out of the block swinging. No pun yeah. intended. With him being a boxer and stuff, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I just remember, I remember like watching like the first, probably the first episode or the second one, probably the first yeah. two, when he was doing that. They were doing the challenges, and he was like trash talking and shouting about and stuff and I thought you know what all them um, all the guys on the show they all seem to be okay with it but I was like I don't know how some of' his audience watching this are going to be taking this. especially us like the Brit side of things <laughs> I don't yeah. know how they're gonna be watching you I, know I was, I was thinking oh, I don't know if this uh people watching are gonna are gonna like this guy mm, and then, and then yeah. things happened and a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people didn't really like him but you know what but like you said, he'll be great to come back and, yeah. and Ashley as well, he's he was a character at the end of the day, you know, and he was mate he was at least he he has got one damning stat though, which I, I noticed. What was that? Out of all of the tribals he was involved in, he didn't get one vote right. <laughs> not one oh, person he voted cut. for. Not one person he voted for left
0: yeah that's a tough start <laughs> yeah that's a really tough start but, and, uh, oh, yeah <laughs> so i was just to say oh.
1: and here's an, another tick on the mvp map
0: thing yeah yeah, the, matt, yeah he got rid of everyone didn't he
1: yeah he didn't get one wrong yeah yeah
0: That's there was good.
1: yeah there were six people who didn't get one wrong who matt, was that? He, matt he was the only one that obviously went all the way yeah uh Tanuke. yeah which she was the next longest, the next most amount. So the rest of them was ones before that, obviously, like well, the two Rachels, they're only, they're only there for three tribals or two tribals, yeah. whatever it was. So, yeah, but so May, like, yeah, 100% record on her. That's brilliant. That yeah. is brilliant, to be yeah,
0: honest. So, right. You can't argue with it. Is, he put
1: right. himself on the right side, every yeah. tribal.
0: Yeah, totally. That's good. So, good for a uh, Listen, I'm just learning that Lilani had a, a pop career right here live on on air never knew that oh
1: yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i um i see something about it on one of the socials and i went on um youtube and found it well it's not necessarily <laughs> my wasn't necessarily my taste of music even even in the <laughs> 90s whenever it was but uh yeah but fair play fair play to you.
0: that'll be that'll be my research after after the show but, but chris thank you very much for coming on hopefully Hopefully, a, se- a season two uh, is yes. in the Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it looks like they announced the cast in it, so hopefully, it actually happens. So,
0: yeah, fingers good. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'll leave you to it, Chris. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Like next time here on the podcast, it will be our our Christmas Eve special. We'll be putting out some of our favorite Christmas movies for you to consider. Chris, just here and now on the spot, what's your favorite Christmas movie?
1: Oh. Probably gotta say Home Alone, I'd imagine. But yeah,
0: that's, fair. that's fair. yeah. It's
1: it's good it's, one. it's, it's a tricky one though. Yeah, one of my I think it's underrated because it's, it's more newer. Is it the uh, is it the night before with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth oh, Rogen and that? I, oh, that's a I, good one. I, I like think that, that film was fantastic as well. It's not up there with the best, but
0: yeah, it's a good Thanks. film. Amazing. Well, lesson leave leave it to that. We will see what other movies we bring up until then. Majesty, Pam take his own.